0: Welcome to This Week in the State Line, where we talk with local people about the local topics that you care about. Welcome to This Week in the State Line. I'm Steve Summers, and our very special guest this week, Monique Weaver from OSD, the Rockton Lions celebration, which is coming up June 13th through the 16th. Good morning. How are you?
1: Good morning. I'm doing great.
0: All right, so I can't believe we are less than a month away to this big celebration of OSD 2019.
1: Absolutely. It's the countdown. We're getting ready. It's going to be a great year.
0: So we've known about the entertainment for a while, and you can run down what you've got scheduled starting that Thursday night, June 13th.
1: Absolutely. You're going to want to come for Mitchell Tenpenny. He's an up-and-comer. He is just going to be an amazing one to see. Get your tickets now because they're at the best discount. So that's going to be our Thursday, the way we kick off the event Friday, flow out what a party. It's going to be so much fun. On um, Saturday, we have Justin Moore, and Justin just, you know, he sings some of those songs that just go straight to the heart. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be great for either a date night, a bro night, a girls night, whatever. And then Collective Soul and Jim Bloss- with Gin Blossoms opening on Sunday. Just a great, great round out of bands with different types of music. We're really hopeful that there's something for everyone.
0: Really concentrating on diversity. I mean, we got a little bit of everything Everything on the schedule. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. As you know, this is a fundraiser for the Rockton Lions, so it's really important that we get something out there for everyone. We want everybody to come down, enjoy just a fun time. You know, we've always got a great carnival fair, all the fair food that's so, so tasty, but we just want to make sure that their entertainment is just right there for everybody.
0: Now, this year, are we including the fair admissions with the concert tickets, or are they separate again?
1: They are separate again, so you're going to want to make sure that you get that general admission pass when you buy your concert ticket don't forget that that general admission pass does get you into all full day four days of the festival so if you get that you decide you're going to come for mitchell 10 penny don't forget you can come back on friday or saturday and ride the rides eat the food just enjoy the wonderful atmosphere and just have a great time
0: and the great thing is, if the last minute you decide, you know what, I want to go see Justin Moore, you can still buy tickets at the fairgrounds at Old Settlers Park. Absolutely.
1: You can do that online. You can do that at the gate. It's just an opportunity to come down. You say it's a nice day outside. You're ready to go out and enjoy some good music. I'll tell you, there's no other place that I would rather enjoy a good concert than that Old Settlers Day Field out there. It is just such a great atmosphere all the everybody gets so excited the artists are so awesome it's the best place to watch a concert
0: we are talking to Monique Weaver from the Rockton Lions about the Old Settlers Day celebration coming up again June 13th through the 16th. You can go to Old Settlers Days, that's all plural, .com to get information. So uh, we talked a little bit about the entertainment, the rides, the Midway, one of the bests that we have in the state line. So they're going to be back I, again, I would take it?
1: Absolutely. We've got rides for everyone, the little ones, the big ones, all the in-between, so many good things, things that are scary, things that are just fun, I just... I love the different assortment of rides that they bring because there's so many great times. You can go with your kids. You can go have the teenagers have a good time on the ones that I would never go on. Uh, but <laughs> there's so many great things with that. And then that midway, I tell you that that's a diet on hold kind of weekend.
0: So we've got the rides, we've got the entertainment, the food. Oh, how many vendors do we have and what do we have?
1: We have so many different vendors. I was hearing how we have pretzels this year. We have uh, good barbecue. We have, of course, the staples. You've got to have the elephant ears. You've got to have the funnel cakes. You've got to have the slushies. So all those great, fun foods to eat and just an awesome atmosphere.
0: All right, so... Uh, B-Stage, local entertainment, is also featured at the OSD celebration.
1: Absolutely. This year, we're going to have some more mellow stuff in our beer tent. So if you're deciding that you want to take a break, you want to get a nice cold beverage, you can go in that beer tent and have have that and sit down, listen to some good local artists. It's just a great way to enjoy that music on a different level.
0: All right. So now here's the big question. The Rockton Lions are utilizing Old Settlers' Days as a fundraiser. Where does the funds go? I mean, how do you distribute this and how do we get our community organizations involved?
1: It goes right back to the community. That's why it's so important that we get the support. When you come to Old Settlers Day as you buy your ticket, all of the proceeds go back to the Rockton Lions. That helps us fund local Girl Scouts, local Boy Scouts. That helps us with food pantries. But too close to our heart is always sight and sound type of of needs the lions are often called the knights of the blind and so that's really one of the things that we are challenged to do so if you're uh in need for that that is definitely uh where we look first to fill our needs
0: all right so you can go to old to get more details how do we become a rockton lion member or are you currently looking for members and volunteers and
1: Absolutely. We're always looking for members. You can definitely go to your local Lions Club, or you can come to the Rockton Lions Club. We are a nice, big club that has a lot of different people in it. It's just a great way to come and have fun. If you are thinking about volunteering for Old Settlers Days, that's a great way to get your feet wet and meet people. Uh, We just like to have a lot of fun and like to give money away. It's a good time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we need nice weather. That's really the hinging pin on this whole thing?
1: Yes, we want to have that lovely uh, Illinois summery weather. Hopefully we'll, we'll be seeing some of that coming down the pike. But we are so ready and and it's going to be a great time.
0: Yeah, rain or shine, Old Settlers Days will happen, right? Absolutely. It's at Settlers Park, Rockton, Illinois, talking to Monique Weaver, of course, of the Rockton Lions. And you can get more details at OldSettlersDays.com. Well, we wish you luck. And if you need more details, go to that website, get your tickets now. And, of course, you'll be uh, hanging out there with all your friends. It's one of the most well-attended summer festivals. Do you have an attendance, Mark, from We usually years?
1: get around 30,000 visitors. We're expecting north of that this year.
0: That's crazy good. So do something good. Again, the dates are June 13th, Thursday with Mitchell Tenpenny. Then Flo rider with Two White Crew on Friday, June 14th. Justin Moore and Adam Hambrick on Saturday, June 15th. And then Collective Soul with Gin Blossoms Sunday, June 16th. Well, congratulations. I know it's not just one person that puts this whole thing on. A lot of volunteers, a lot of people planning and, and staging throughout the whole year. It's not just like, hey, let's just have a festival
1: absolutely we could not do this event without our volunteers without our sponsors those two groups of people really are the backbone of what make this happen we have people that start in august to put this on the following june so it's really something it's a labor of love and we appreciate everybody who supports it
0: all right so get out there and support old settlers days 2019 hashtag osd 2019 to, yes sir if you want to follow along more with this week in the state line coming back only in the- the forest, can you see this ooh, 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 ooh. and this and this? But nothing beats the moment you see that. Cool! That's
2: your child's eyes opening up to a world of possibilities.
0: I didn't know it could do that!
2: Because one trip to the forest can spark a world of difference.
0: There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, canoeing, fishing, or camping. Or create your own adventure with family and friends, and you might just see this. Your moment's out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org.
2: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: And we're back with this week in the state line. We're continuing with our theme of summer events. And there's none bigger than Byron Fest twenty nineteen. Coming up here in July, we have Sarah and we have Kristen from Byron Fest in the studio. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We are here to talk about Byron Fest, so go. <laughs> all right.
3: <laughs>
0: so first of all, when are the dates?
3: July twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth. So we open on Friday evening at five PM. And then we're open all day Saturday, 11 to midnight, and then again on Sunday, 11 to 5.
0: Has it always been a three-day festival? Was it ever a four-day festival?
3: Nope, it's always been a three-day, um, which is plenty.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work. And yeah. it is a year-round process for everybody on the committee to put this together, right?
3: It is. We have a great steering committee that meets once a month um, throughout the whole entire year. So we... As soon as we wrap up the one year, we start planning for the next.
0: And as I'm sure the festivals come and go, you learn so many different things every year that by now you would think you got to just about clicking on all eight cylinders, right?
3: <laughs> you would think. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get this giant ball rolling, it just keeps rolling. So you just got to keep throwing everything in its way to keep it going. But no, it, it is it is a great well oiled machine at this time. We are doing some crazy layout changes, which. It's probably not going to be that big of a deal to anybody. We're just taking the stage and flip-flopping in a block. So instead of it facing what east, it's going to be facing west a block down, which doesn't sound like a huge deal, but when it comes to all the fencing and electrical and all the small pieces that go into place. So we've had, not only have we had our steering committee meeting once a month, but then we've had layout meetings. Once a month or sometimes a couple times, we've just had to just get together and meet with these things. So there is going to be a little bit of a change in the layout, but it's it's a good change um, where the carnival and the stage where it got kind of bottlenecked. So we're hoping to open that up a little bit more.
0: So are you anticipating a lot of, well, why'd they switch it for? Where did the stage go? Because those well, are all the questions.
3: I'm waiting for the, it's the same thing as it was last year. <laughs> well, no, it's not. That was a huge change for us.
0: <laughs> and it took a lot of extra work and <laughs> planning yes. and uh, layouts. It's not just, well, just put it here. There is a blueprint of where all the events go.
3: Well, and just where our, there's, you know, you need so much electric to run that big stage. So... To be able to have it in certain places and be able to run the wires where it's safe for people to walk by, and you know all those little pieces that it's not as simple just plopping a stage and hoping everyone.
0: So, Kristen, fall. how important is Byron Fest for the city of Byron and the area?
3: It's a huge part of the community. It
2: takes a lot of volunteers from the Byron community as well as a bunch of organizations and businesses that come out and support this great event. So it's huge for the city of Byron because it showcases our beautiful town.
0: Do you have a number of tourists that actually go to Byron for this festival?
2: We estimate that there's about 20,000 people that come throughout the weekend. Now they might be return visitors throughout the weekend because you get a wristband and it gets you in all weekend long. And then Sunday, of course, is family day, so it's free. But we estimate, yeah, quite a few
0: I'm sure a lot of people from areas that don't go to Byron every day, like Rockford or Freeport, come in for your festival. And they're like, wow, I didn't know that Byron had a a beautiful library like you do right on the main drag now. Or, oh, they got a McDonald's in Byron now. I mean, there's a lot of things that are being discovered each and every year, right?
2: Yeah, correct. Uh, There's people that come to the local area campgrounds, and then they come and hang out at Byron Fest and go back camping. We get lots of people, like you said, come down from Rockford, from Rochelle, from Dixon, We've even had people from Sterling and Decal before.
0: That's awesome for Byron Fest. So we're talking about Byron Fest coming up again July 12th, 13th, and 14th. And we have Sarah and Kristen in the studio. So, Sarah, uh, what's new for 2019 other than just the layout? Entertainment-wise, anybody coming you want to talk about?
3: Yeah, so um, entertainment, we usually did like a country and a rock stage and kind of kept it where this one was strictly rock, this one was strictly country, where this year it's just going to be a little bit different Um one Saturday, you hear the same song five different times by the five you know, so we wanted to switch things up a little bit, so um on Friday night, we actually have like a two white crew coming in that's gonna be my inner high school girls coming out a little bit here, where I'm really excited about them, but Saturday is where I'm really excited about um for our lineup on that, uh sorry, I just lost my so the way we're gonna do it on so we have two different stages, the one stage on Saturday is going to have um, Flight Risk, Monroe, Party Doctor, Sunset Strip. So it's still going to kind of have that rock feel to it. But then our country stage is going to have Mike and Adam, Love and Thunder, Zach Matthews, Dylan Jacobson, and William Michael Morgan. So we have a couple national touring people. Where usually we only have one big name. We have two big names this year, which we're really excited about Um coming onto the stage. And I can see
0: you're trying to blend a little rock with the country and vice versa so that yeah. there's a variety on both sides of the stage.
3: There's a variety on both sides of the stage. And that the advanced wristbands are only $5. So that $5 will get you into all weekend long, both stages. Um, there is a VIP area so you can upgrade, but you can get right up to the front of both stages all weekend long and then Sunday's family day so it's free. So... You don't have to worry about it. So it's only
0: $5 for a wristband to get into the festival.
3: Yep, if you get it in advance. And if you go to ByronFest.org, you can find a list of all of the advanced locations. But you can go anywhere in the surrounding areas Rockford, Roscoe, Rockton. I mean, it's Pecatonica, Winnebago. Rochelle. I mean, so there's, the there's all of it.
0: But on Sunday, it's free family days. So you don't need a wristband for that? So
3: nope. So family days when we have our parade, we have a magician, we have Key Club doing face painting. Um, and it's free admission for everybody, all ages. Uh, during the weekend, 7 and under is free. So you can get in with your children 7 and under. Um, but if you do not get your advanced wristbands, they do go up to $10 at the gate which is still an extremely affordable price for a weekend festival.
0: Oh, absolutely. And it's a great way to spend some quality time. And, and in fact, getting to a different area you may not have been to before. So we're all learning and, and gaining some time together. So Kristen, tell us a little bit about the vendors, any new vendors this year, anybody?
2: We do have some new food vendors coming. We're still working on getting a couple more, a couple of returning vendors. Of course, the Dakota cheerleaders come down and make the best lemon shakeups. We have Old Folks Barbecue returning again with the best barbecue around, I swear. And uh, they're also doing pork chop sandwiches for us this year. We have a hot dog guy that comes every year. Dogs on the Run makes a great hot dog. We also have a new taco truck that uh, comes up to City Market, and she is coming down for our weekend festival. So we're very excited to have her coming too.
0: Do you still have openings for vendors? I mean, how do they get in touch with you then?
2: If, they, if there are any food vendors looking to come to Byron Fest, we do still have spots open. And all they have to do is either go to our website, byronfest.org, or they can call the chamber office at uh, 815-234-5500. We'd be happy to get um, a food vendor application out to them.
0: And not just food vendors. I mean, all kinds of entertainers because I came across one of the best magicians I ever saw mm-hmm. was at Byron Fest and uh, Baffling Ben. And uh, I've utilized him a couple other times already since your festival because he is a great find. How do you find all these people?
3: Um, well, actually, just networking. So Byron Fest is the main fundraiser for the Byron Chamber. And the Byron Chamber is just to support our town, our economy, our, our community. And, and this is a festival that really can encompass all those things. So we can showcase our businesses. We can bring people into town. So uh, the grocery stores, the gas stations, all those little businesses are getting hit while people are in town as well. Plus we support a bunch of our, a bunch of our nonprofits. So we have Lions Club, uh, Key Club, we have uh, the Firemen's Association, uh, Stillman Basketball, Dakota Cheerleaders. There's uh, many, many more Nonprofit groups that utilize this as a fundraiser because obviously we have over 300 volunteers that do this, but there's only two of us that are full time staff there. So we require a lot of help from the community. And when we can outsource that help for cleanup, for pop sales, for things like that, we can reach out to these nonprofits to help us. So it's really a great give back to the community and really supports not only the Byron Chamber, but a lot of the other groups in our town as well.
0: So the money generated not only goes to all these not-for-profits, but goes back into the festival. It's not just for the chamber to sit on. I mean, it's reutilized back into the community.
3: Right, and that's how we've been able to um, just keep it going, and I think that's why we have so much support from our community members to volunteer and to come out and help. I mean, every ticket booth, wristband booth, beer garden, all run by volunteers, so it's a huge...
0: Community event. Beer garden. Okay, now you've captured the attention of a lot of our <laughs> listeners. So, uh, beverages, and we talked about some of the food vendors. Beverages.
3: So, we just met with La Monica, and I'm really excited about some of the different things that we're going to bring. We are going to have a great variety of craft beer, just your regular Bushlight, Bud Lights, Budweiser's. Um, and then we're going to bring in that Spiked Seltzer, which is my summer favorite. So, we're going to have some different options uh, this year, but a great variety uh something for everybody
0: the the byron fest is a great way to highlight the city once again a lot of people still have the picture of the cave up in flames and downtown like oh my gosh the whole place is burning down it really didn't it's been rebuilt in fact there's a lot of improvements in downtown it's a great way for people to come and see it that's what byron fest is all about is highlighting the city right so
3: it is and we really do have some really great downtown businesses um, like Wheezy's is probably the best sports bar where you can sit anywhere in that bar and see at least both games that you wanted to watch. Um, you know, Uptown Lanes has a rooftop bar where it's the first up like rooftop bar that we've had. So you can come and get in the air conditioning, chill out, have a nice drink, and then come back out to the festival.
0: <laughs> and enjoy music and food. So, Yeah,
3: you can come in and out as many times as you want with that wrist, advanced wristband.
0: So, Kristen, again, the, uh, the cost of wristbands, five bucks. How do we get involved with Byron Fest? Do we get the wristbands in advance? What's the website, phone numbers, all that stuff? I'm going to leave that to you.
2: Yeah, wonderful. Uh, so if you volunteer at Byron Fest, you get a volunteer t-shirt as well as a wristband, and we are still looking for volunteers. So, If you are interested in volunteering, please call the chamber office or email. Again, our number is 815-234-5500. Our email is office at byronchamber.com. If you're not looking to volunteer, you just want to come hang out, you can get that $5 wristband. We have a link on our website to purchase them online, so our website is byronfest.org, or you can stop by any of our pre-sale wristband locations, which we have locations in Byron, Davis Junction, Mount Morris, Oregon, Pecatonica, Stillman Valley, Rochelle, Rockford, Rockton, Roscoe, and Winnebago. There is a whole list of those locations that have those presale sale uh, wristbands on our website, ByronFest.org, um, and you can always stop by and see us at the chamber office. We have them for sale there as well. And um, I also want to mention that uh, Byron Bank at all of their locations sells the wristbands, and Byron Bank is once again our presenting sponsor of this festival. And so
0: beautiful. We're talking to Sarah and Kristen from Byron Fest on July twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth. Do you are you open to do you take recommendations from fairgoers, festival goers, community members, residents? I mean, how do you get input for the festival?
3: Absolutely. We always have a spot in our meetings with our steering committee member where we can bring back anything that we have that has been brought to us. So if you have something that you've noticed or something that you see that either you've enjoyed or you could see improvement on, we'd love to have your opinions. Uh, just email us at office at ByronChamber.com. And then that way we can share that with our committee and take anything in, into consideration.
0: That may not actually happen for this year unless it was minor, but if it's a major, right. obviously planning is in place for 2019. You may see some of those improvements in 2020, correct?
3: Correct. Correct. It, it, and again, just moving the stage a couple hundred feet is a huge process when you have such a solid staple that's been there for 30 years, you know, so to change things and to move things just because we don't change it right now, doesn't mean that we're not taking it into consideration. Um, we've, We've been working with the food vendors for years, and they've had some things that you know they've wanted, changed and worked into, and it's been a year-long process changing contracts, fixing contracts, um, rewriting contracts, just to get things to that point. But there's so many p- pieces into this I've puzzle that you know, getting everybody together and getting everybody to agree on something usually isn't an overnight change.
0: Uh, Midway Rides, do you have a lot of Midway Rides too and such?
3: So yeah, so Skinner's Amusements is coming back that we've had them for as long as I can remember. <laughs> uh, probably longer than I they can remember, but uh, no, they'll be back again this year. So uh, good quality rides. Um, they've always brought the best of the best. Um, one year I remember having a stressful year and. We decided that we were just going to walk over there and go for a ride on the zipper. <laughs> and it definitely got some screams and some stress out, but I don't know if I'll do it again. <laughs> you know, Attitude when you, adjuster. You hit that, uh, oh, maybe I am a little too old for this stuff.
0: <laughs> Byron Fest is a great time. It's uh, one of the staples in the state line area. I mean, a lot of people who are just new to the state line moving in would be like, what's Byron Fest? It's one of the festivals that you need to check out because it is a staple. It's been around for so long and yes. it's successful, too, for so many years.
3: Yep, this will be our 32nd year, so we are very happy to be around for this long and very happy for all the support that we get from our community.
0: And that's what it's all about, community involvement. So, again, Byron Fest, July 12th, 13th, and 14th. Five bucks for wristband at ByronFest.org. Thank you, ladies, for coming in today. Thank you. Good luck on your festival. Do you know the forecast yet for July? Yeah, it's going to be <laughs>
3: about <laughs> 75 to 82 all weekend long sunny maybe a little cloud to clear up the you know but there's not going to be a drop of rain this year
0: and parking is wherever you can find it throughout downtown yeah
3: so you can park anywhere on the streets there's uh just watch out for the fire hydrants that's the only time we've had anybody have any troubles when they get a ticket in front of the fire hydrants and so a lot
0: of the parking is marked right you can't park here or so or is it just basically it's pretty much
3: fenced where you okay. can't park so if you see a fence don't go around it don't go around a barricade. Don't drive past the cones. <laughs> Anywhere else is fair game.
0: <laughs> well, congratulations on a great festival. Can't wait for this one as well. July 12th, 13th, and 14th. Byron Fest, the 32nd annual installment Yay! of Byron Fest coming up. So is there anything we missed, something you want to touch upon for Byron Fest? There's so many different aspects to it.
3: There there are. And we have a returning quilt show um, that is presented by the Cacciatore family and the Byron Museum that if you want to submit a quilt, just contact the Byron Museum. You can do that as well. And that's just a great thing that's been around for so many years. Uh, we have judges that come in, and you can judge your grandma's quilt, or if you've made one on your own that you want on there, um, just submit it into there. And you don't really see those around much anymore, so no, it's do, really nice. Do they nice judge to, on
0: the quality or the actual art layout? or
3: I think all of the above. So there's uh, there's oh. like different categories. So There's beginners, there's you know, different things that you can submit to. And that's another way where if you're just getting a little warm and you want to get out of the heat, go into the air conditioning, look at some beautiful artwork, then that's a place you can hang out to. And it's at the Byron Museum, so it's still right in that downtown area.
0: See, and if you're not familiar with Byron, they have a museum. See, we do. a lot of things you need to learn when you go to Byron Fest. Uh, a parade. You have a big parade. How do we get involved? Are you are still looking for entries?
3: Absolutely. So lineup is at noon on Sunday. The parade starts at 2. It's free to enter any float, anything. So um, come down. We have it on our ByronFest.org. You can call us,
0: 815-234-5500,
3: and we can email it over, fax it over. Um, but you just fill out an application, and
0: then we'll put you in the lineup. When is the parade? Sunday at 2 p.m. Sunday the 16th, the 14th. 14th. Sunday the 14th at 2 p.m. Anything else am I missing?
2: Uh, We also, on Saturday, that is the 13th, there is a 5K run that is held out at the Byron Forest Preserve. It's part of Byron Fest, but we do it out at the Forest Preserve because it's such a great location. It is a trail run, so it's tough, but sign up for that. There's a link on our website, byronfest.org. You can also sign up on the um, Byron Park District page as well. Also on Saturday, we have the Bags Tournament that takes place in Festival Grounds that begins at 10 a.m., and it's always a
0: fun time. So how do you With, how do you run a, a cornhole game tournament? I mean, is it the best of three, 21, you're out? Yeah,
3: so it's like, it's brackets. So you start, like you start on their bracket, um, and then just process of elimination. But we do have a... What do they call it? The toilet bowl prize or something like that? Where That would be mine because I don't
0: play very well. The loser
3: gets a <laughs> prize as well. Um, but it includes wristbands into the festival. It includes your first drink from the beer garden and um, your admission to the game. And we do cash prizes for the f- top three.
0: Is it two men teams, three men? Actually, like- we
3: do top five because we do the top three get cash and then the fourth and fifth get food tickets to the festival.
0: So do you could do it by yourself or you need a team?
3: Yeah, it's two people. Two people. So me and you could be a team.
0: I, Let's go kick some I remember some butt. I said I was bad. Why hey, would you
3: want me on your we team? We might get the toilet bowl. I think it's some drink <laughs> tickets. We'll be just fine.
0: All right, so we got the parade, the quilt show, the cornhole tournament, the run. Anything else?
3: I think that's it.
0: All right, so now you need to be at Byron Fest. You've got the complete lay of the land, July 12th, 13th, and 14th. Again, byronfest.org is the website with all the answers to all your questions. Thank you very much, ladies, for coming in, Kristen as well as Sarah from Byron Fest. We'll see you there. That's been this week in the state line. Thanks for listening. Join us next Sunday morning at six for another edition of This Week in the State Line.